The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, April 21st edition. Got a seven-game slate for you, and it starts early, folks. It starts at the wonderful witching hour of 1.10 p.m. Eastern time, so keep your eyes open for that one. That's going to get things popping really, really early for everybody. Hope everybody had a good Wednesday. It was a fun full day of action, day games, night games. We nailed the pitching. Hitting was up and down, depending on where you locked it in in the Discord. The guys are rocking it. Dyer was all over the Cleveland stack early, and it went bonkers. So that was a very, very, very strong move on his part. And um, it's, it's been it's been a fun run. We're getting close to getting something good in there, and it's free. It's free 99 to go uh, check out the Discord. So I, I recommend people do that if you're, if you're looking for something free. There's a lot of great paid content out there. I'm not going to knock it. But uh, if you're looking for free, that's where it's at. If you have any other questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick, and I'll get you to the Discord. It's free. Just ask, and I'll take care of you. If you give this podcast a rate and review on iTunes, I truly would appreciate it. And if you prefer to watch it on YouTube, you'll give it the old subscribe and the like, uh, thumbs up button over there on the Fantasy DGN's YouTube channel. For you season-long players, and you know DFS players can benefit from this, Bench with Bubba podcast coming at you multiple times a week. Uh, Bubba and the Bat Flips on Tuesday, Bubba and the Bloom on Thursday, and an occasional guest throughout the week. And Thursday morning, I'll be recording an, an extra episode with James Anderson of Rotowire going over all the prospects that have been called up earlier, the Wits, the Julios, the um, Torkelsons, the Works, you name it, that have been called up, some that are going to be called up, and much, much more with the one and only James Anderson. So hope you guys check that out on the YouTube channel or on your favorite listening platforms, Benched with Bubba. All right, everybody, let's get crack-a-lacking on this seven-game slate. Again, like I said, it starts at 1.10 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. It's seven games on DK, six games on Fandle as they did not uh, include the Washington-Arizona game that starts at 4.05 um, p.m. Eastern time. For some reason, they didn't include it. I have no idea what Fandle's deal is, but that's what they did. So your totals on the slate, Giants-Mets, 7.5, Yankees-Tigers, 8, White Sox-Guardians, 8, Blue Jays-Red Sox, 9, Twins-Royals, 8, Orioles, A, 7.5, D-backs-Nationals, 8.5. So there's like three late games that are kind of scattered out through slates, but we're focusing on the seven-game main slate, the early slate, 
and the totals are pretty uh pretty low. And that's been the way baseball's been going these days. So it's been fun offensively. Let's nail the pitching. Let's get some bats. Let's have some fun. You're pitching on this slate. You got Dylan Cease 10-1 at the Cleveland Guardians. Cease has been as advertised so far this season. F- at least five innings in each start, only one earned in each start, eight K's in each start. That was against the Tigers or at Detroit, home versus Tampa Bay. He's been feeling it, and now you get a Cleveland team, you know. You've been targeting them. It's a beautiful thing to do. They are only striking out 18% of the time versus right-handed pitching. I'll give them that much. They're hitting 295 with a 201 ice, so they're hitting righties well. But like Owen Miller's been a guy that's been hitting well. He's out. Stephen Kwan, out. Uh, so keep an eye on those things. Maybe Kwan comes back. Uh, I know for sure Miller's on the COVID IL, so I'll have to keep an eye on that one. But uh, check the lineup for the Guardians. Regardless, I love Dylan Cease. He's the highest-priced pitcher on the slate at 10-1. He is the play for me. I'll be paying for it. Just like we played for Rodon on Wednesday night, I'll pay for Cease and just see where things go. Joe Ryan at 9300 bucks is a nice pivot if you don't want to pay up for Cease or you want to pair with Cease. And if you're on FanDuel, Joe Ryan's like 8200 or 78 There's a couple cheaper guys on FanDuel that aren't as high on DK because I'm writing the free DFS article on Rotoballer, which covers FanDuel and DraftKings. So go check that out for Thursday. But um, Joe Ryan at 9300 bucks, I love this guy. He had you know, a rough outing in Seattle on the opener, only four rains, only got two runs, struck out four, but he walked four. So it's kind of one of those things with young pitchers control. It can be an issue. But we saw the elite Joe Ryan at Boston, of all places, his last time out. Six innings, one or no walks, and seven Ks for 26.5 DK points. And now he gets the Kansas City Royals team, a team that's been pretty much ice cold all season. They have like f- multiple players that are in bottom and ISO in baseball. They don't strike out a ton, 17.6% K rate, but a 223 average, 127 ISO against right-handed pitching. I love me some Joe Ryan in tournaments. I think it's a great way to go, especially if you want to pivot off Cease or pair with Cease. I think it's a definite angle, kind of how we like Gilbert on Wednesday night, kind of as an off-the-wall the type play. Joe Ryan's there, but I think Ryan's got more upside than Gilbert personally. So I think that's a very, very fun one in his matchup. A popular play, kind of the, the Merrill Kelly play from Wednesday, the Frankie Montage play from Tuesday, and you know the Musgrove plays. Um, Paul Blackburn, $8,600. bucks. It's a massive price increase for Paul Blackburn. He's been $5,200 and $6,400 so far. But he's been great. Five innings in both starts, two runs, zero runs. Only three Ks his last time out, but seven Ks prior to that. He faced Toronto his last time out. So you got to give him a little bit of a discount there because guess who he gets to face on Thursday? The Baltimore Orioles, who strike out 26% of the time versus right. He's 196 average against 0. 0.0, 0.088 ISO. Blackburn's velo's up. His pitch mix has changed. He has been kind of an up and down thing, but he has jumped out the gates here. And I think 8600 bucks against Baltimore is sweet. Other than that, like you can see people wanting to play Disco versus the Mets. I'm actually thinking we target some Mets bats today. Just going to throw it out there. Um, but Jomo at 6900 bucks, I'll keep using him as they keep dropping his price tag. He's much more talented. He was much better his last time out. Five innings, no runs, two walks, two Ks. The strikeouts just weren't there versus Baltimore for some really weird reason because they strike out a ton, even versus lefties. We saw Nestor Cortez the very next day strike out 12 Baltimore Orioles. So Jomo is going to get it going. And the fact his price tag was 8800 bucks his last time out. Now he's down to $6,900. I'm going to jump back on there if you want to value. I think there's so much more in this kid's arm here. And when you look at uh, the Detroit Tigers versus left-handed pitching, you know, 29.3% strikeout rate. Versus lefties, a .090 ISO versus lefties. Jomo's got some elite elite talent. It's it, it's kind of been rocky so far to start the season. The control is much better. His last start, the strikeouts just weren't there. Now they got to hope that starts to come with it, and Detroit can help really get those things on track. So I think 
a cheap Jumbo at 69 is outstanding. So similar to recent nights, I'm trying to really narrow down the pitcher's pool. I'm just going to focus on a few guys. If they don't hit, the night's over. But if they hit, we're groovy. I'm going to get the bats. So here we got it. Dylan Cease, 10-1. That's where I'm looking. Joe Ryan, 93. Paul Blackburn, 86. Jomo, 69. If some lineups come out, because it is a getaway day for all of these teams. So if something comes out, we might fluctuate and change a few things up here. Uh, like one that is intriguing to me. I want to see lineups, but it'll but go virtually unowned is Josh Rogers of the Washington Nationals going up against the D-backs. Arizona striking out nearly 25% of the time versus lefties hitting 139 with a .025 ISO. That's one of those kind of massive tournament like no one rosters him on a small slate, and he could throw six and maybe rack up some Ks. That could be interesting. He's more of a pitch-to-contact guy, so that's what kind of keeps me off of him. But the the way he, Arizona struggles so much versus left-handed pitching, it brings Rodgers into the forum, at least at least in the conversation. So keep him in mind when you see things. But right now, Cease, Ryan, Blackburn, Jomo are my main targets. Josh Rodgers just on the outside looking in, but he could find his way into some lineups if we see something we like. All right, the bats for this seven-game early slate catcher's position. Uh, Sean Murphy versus Tyler Wells at 4800 bucks is interesting, but I'd rather go to Yasmani Grandal at 41. I like to target Zach Plesak. He has a lot of pitch to contact. So if he's off, it's a, it's a shelling coming his direction. If you aren't using Rodgers, uh, Carson Kelly has been off to a horrific start to the season, but over his career has mashed left-handed pitching, so 3500 bucks. He was a lot more expensive to start the season. So now you're getting him a discount because of the struggles. Maybe he gets things going. So keep him in mind. Uh, I'll keep going back to him if they keep pricing him like this. He hit fifth on um, on Wednesday. Gary Sanchez is twenty eight hundred bucks for Zach Cranky. Love that value. And then our boy Zach Collins is only twenty seven hundred versus Tan- Tanner Houck. I love Houck. Don't get me wrong. He ain't long for this game. So Zach Collins should get some nice at bats in the middle of a Toronto lineup. It's twenty seven hundred dollars as a nice discount. So yeah, if you want to just punt catcher, uh, Zach Collins. Gary Sanchez, love those. Got a little bit of value there with Carson Kelly. And then if you want to just go up to the ground dollar, Salvi, knock yourself out. Uh, first base, you got Varito always in play. Brandon Belt on his birthday on Wednesday went deep, belted. Uh, so he's an intriguing play. But up to 56 hundo, I'm not really looking to that. I'd rather go to Pete Alonso, honestly, at 54. Disco's been okay. He hasn't gotten shelled. He's not going deep into games. Not like striking a lot of dudes out. So lots of balls in play. The Giants bullpen's been getting taxed of late. Lots doubleheader on Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday's game. They've been getting used a, a good amount here. So uh, Pete Alonzo at 54, a little Met stack is, is quite intriguing. If you want to save some money at the position, though, Anthony Rizzo's 43. He went deep again on Wednesday, and it's the uh, return of Michael Pinata tonight uh, to baseball. He, 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 had, he started spring training late because visa issues, made two uh, starts in AAA to get ready for this appearance, ERA close to six in six innings. So he got hit around like Pineda does. So Rizzo at 4300 bucks would be a nice little value uh, in your Yankees stacks. Um, cheaper plays, if you don't believe in Jomo, Torkelson's 32. Christian Walker against Rodgers is 3K. So Arizona's a cheap stack if you want to go there. I'm just not forcing the issue in that matchup. If you want to fade Dylan Seas, because most people will be on him, Josh Naylor at 27 is a bit of a value. I'm just not looking to get cute. If Cease gets shelled, I'll just kind of take the L on that one. Like if you're doing 20 lineups or something, you're going to definitely put a Cleveland stack or two out there. There's no doubt about that. If you're doing three maxes like I usually do or single entries, I'm not getting that cute. I'll get cute with some stuff, but not that cute on this slate. Uh, Second base position, you got Cattell Marte, switch hitting versus Rodgers at 49. But uh, Jonathan Scope off to a slow start. He's 4,300 bucks versus Jomo. Uh, Glaber Torres at 39, but Jeff McNeil is one of my top plays here. Second base alpha eligible, 3,800 bucks. 
swinging a really, really good stack, stack uh, stick for the New York Mets. He's got eight or more points in four straight games. He's hit safely in three of his last four. Really putting it together for the Mets. Thirty-eight hundred bucks for Jeff McNeil. Corey Polanco keeps hitting. He let off on on Wednesday. Hits in like the top five every day. He's thirty-eight hundred against pitch to contact. Granky. Uh, Tony Kemp, if you're fading Wells, is thirty-six. But Nicky Lopez at thirty-five is a good value. Uh, if you are stacking Arizona versus Rodgers again, Yanni Hernandez is thirty-five hundred bucks. Stole a bag. Um, on uh, Wednesday, he'd be super contrarian if you want to. Again, don't force the issue here, but he would be a massive, massive contrarian type play uh, at 3,500. And then other than that, uh, not a ton that was standing out to me earlier when I was uh, perusing the price tags, except uh, uh, Espinal of Toronto, Santiago Espinal, 2,100 bucks going up against Tanner Houck. Espinal's about eighth or ninth most, most days putting a pretty nice uh, stick together there for like 2100 It's a nice value at his price point. And then, yeah, that's it. Third base position, you know, Devers at 56 is fine. If you aren't using Dylan Cease and you're not stacking Cleveland, which is totally fine, I still endorse a J-Ram one-off. Like I mentioned earlier how Dyer was in the – Dyer work was in the chat this morning, the Discord uh, on Wednesday morning talking about uh, Cleveland going up against, uh, you know, no one rostering Cleveland, basically. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Uh, I said I would love a J-Ram one-off, maybe put some Miles Straw on there. I wouldn't go a heavy stack. A heavy stack would have been beautiful. But, like, J-Ram's almost matchup-proof. So you can get him at 5500 bucks at virtually no ownership because people will be on Dylan Cease. And those are the kind of game-changing plays that could be tremendous. If Cease gets rocked, it'd be hard to believe. It's possible because it's baseball. It'd be hard to believe that J-Ram did not have a influence on anything that happened to Cease if Cease got rocked. Let's put it that way. Uh, some cheaper plays, Eduardo Escobar at 4,900 against Disco. If you're stacking against Disco, that's a nice play because most will not go to, to Escobar. He had another double or two tonight, so keep an eye on him. Matty Chapman in your Toronto stacks is good. Jake Berger, if you're fading, uh, please sack is a nice uh, lower-owned piece of Chicago at 3,700. But other than that, um, like if Jake Vossler gets in the Giants lineup, he's $2,800. Nice punt play against Carrasco. Not a must. Bobby Wood Jr. is down here at 26. He's always worth a look. Gio Urshela hit in the middle of that Minnesota order at 2100 So there's some cheapies down here. They're not must plays. They're not locked in cash plays, but decent punts if you need them. Shortstop, Tim Anderson is one of my favorite plays on the slate at 5900 bucks. Love him against Zach Plesak. Uh, you can keep raking. He, he even got a double off of uh, a Bieber today. Like he just... He finds ways to get hits. Lindor is crushing it. He's 57. He'd be a, a main piece in my Met stack if I decide to go that way, which I'm leaning heavily towards. Uh, some cheaper options, though, just slide to mid 4K and below. It's a it, shortstop's not great. Like Elvis Andrus, 3,500. I don't feel good about that. Um, Jorge Mateo at 23. Nick Gordon at 21. Those would be two okay punts, especially Gordon was like, leading off or hitting fifth the other day. So keep an eye on where he's at in the lineup. So those are a couple of punts for you if you want. But for the most part, like I want Timmy Anderson. I want Lindor. I want Bichette. I'm paying up a shortstop on this slate. Outfield, Lou Bob. Love Lou Bob. Love him almost every slate. But uh, Juan Soto is my favorite payup spot. 5,800 for Zach Davies. Love the Nationals this evening. Josh Bell left hurt, so we might not be in the lineups. Keep an eye on that, which means I totally skipped over him. He went over to first base when Bell went out. Um, Lucius Fox went to play third. I'm not worried about playing Lucius Fox, but a value at third base is Mikel Franco at 2,800 bucks. I like that value a lot at the third base. If you're not paying for J Ram, Mikel Franco is a very strong play for me. 
Uh, outfield, though, Lou Bob mentioned Juan Soto. Love Juan Soto at 58. Uh, some cheaper plays, though. And keep an eye on lineups again, like I said, because J.D. Martinez left uh, Wednesday's game, never came back. Springer left as well, so you might get those guys resting. So like Toronto, they'll probably get Tapia and Zimmer in the outfield. Uh, Boston, JBJ, so maybe not the best things in the world, but stuff it might move the lineups around. So keep that in mind. Um, Aaron Judge at 52 versus Pineda is interesting for sure. Don't mind what Merrifield. I'd like him a little cheaper, though. Giancarlo at 49, I like a lot at that price point. Again, if you're fading Dylan Cease, Miles Straw's a good one at 46. He's just pesky, gets on, scores runs, racks up uh, points. Benintendi at 43, if you're fading Joe Ryan, just keep playing Benny at his value. Gavin Sheets hitting the middle of the White Sox lineup on Wednesday. If he's got a good spot again at 4K versus Plesak, that's not too shabby. If you're fading Blackburn, Mullins is only $4,000. I like that quite a bit. like that a lot. Brandon Nemo, I mentioned Jeff McNeil at 38. Nemo at 39 is very, very sweet as well. Nemo has put up um, 8-2, 18, 16, 8-0, 14, 13. He's hit 3.57 so far this season. He's hit safely in all but two games so far. I love what we're seeing from Nemo. Plus, he walks a lot. He gets on base. He's showing some power. He's going to score some runs. 3900 bucks from Nemo. Like him, our boy Lord is still only 38. Still a bag. Had a big game hitting cleanup with T. Oscar out on Wednesday. So keep him in mind. Also, um, going down to the mid-3Ks and below, love Aaron Hicks at 3400 bucks. One of my favorite values in the outfield. He's been leading off the last few days, and he's producing in big double-digit DK points. So Aaron Hicks in this matchup, if you believe Pineda is, is the Pinata, Aaron Hicks should be a part of it at 3400 um, cheaper plays though. Like I mentioned, you got, yeah, Hummel for Arizona at 31, Bradley Zimmer at 31. One of the better values outside of the, um, $3,400 Hicks, Jock Jams, Jock Peterson, 3,100 bucks. He gets the starts for right handed pitching. It doesn't matter. He took Miguel deep. He had a big du- RBI double today. Um, he sit safely in all or one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the last eight games with multiple hits in five of those games. He has double-digit points uh, in three straight games and five of his last six. Massively productive against right-handed pitching. So Jock Jams at 31, nearly cash viable the way he's swinging it right now, so keep him in mind. Anthony Santander at 29 is a good value against Blackburn if you're fading Blackburn. I mentioned Josh Naylor if you're fading Cease. I like that a little bit at 27 hundo. And then other than that, it just depends on if you're going full fade of some of the chalk because, like, you got – Trey Mancini's 2400 bucks. He's struggling, but it's a great value if Blackburn scuffles. Uh, Nick Gordon's 21 mentioned him earlier. Um, so check the lineups and see what pops up, as there should be some getaway day value for sure if you need it. All right, let's recap the pitching for you real quick. Got Dylan Cease at 10-1, Joe Ryan at 93, Paul Blackburn at 86, and Jomo, Joe Montgomery, at 69. Josh Rogers just missed the big four. Just going to say that. Watch the D-backs lineup. They are horrific versus left-handed pitching. So Rodgers could be an interesting, sneaky one at that. If you're stacking things up, I do like the White Sox versus Plesak. I think the Mets versus Disco is a good one. And if I'm telling you to stack against the Giants, it doesn't work all the time. No, but I just have a – Disco looks off right now. And I'm hoping I'm, I'm hoping I'm wrong. He looks off right now, though, so keep an eye on that. Um, love the Yankees versus Pinata. I think that's a big one because then you get into the Detroit bullpen as well. So that could be good. That Toronto-Boston game has got the highest total on the slate. Gossman versus Houck. I love both those starters. Highest total on the slate. So keep that in mind if you want to be contrarian. That could be fun. Uh, Minnesota versus Granky. I'll keep attacking Granky until the sun goes down. So that'll be fun. And then, um, you know, you could go Oakland. Love me some uh, some uh, D-backs, though, in this one versus Zach Davies. That's a fun one. So D-backs, 
Yankees, White Sox, Mets, D-backs, Yankee. Here's my order. Yankees, D-backs, Mets, White Sox. In that order is how I prefer to stack up on this slate. Then I mentioned my pitching we have. Should be a lot of fun. All right, if you guys have any questions, again, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. I'm writing the free DFS article, picks article on Rotoballer for Thursday. That'll be coming out early Thursday morning. Um, give this podcast, MLB DFS Quick It's a rate and review on iTunes. If you could, uh, if you like to watch it, go to the YouTube, the Fantasy DJ's YouTube. Get the old subscribe and thumbs up as well. Bench with Bubba, your season-long fantasy baseball content coming at you multiple times a week on Thursday morning. Recording a special edition with James Anderson of Rotowire, talking all things prospects that have already got their start, maybe will be getting their start, and much, much more. So come check that out. And uh, if you want to get in the Discord, it's free. Just let me know, and I'll get you in there. So hope you guys have a great Thursday. Remember, this game thing starts bright and early, 1.10 p.m. Pacific time. So get your lineups locked and loaded for some day baseball action. I'll be back with you guys on Friday with the big Monster Friday slate. But for now, MLB DFS Quick Hits here Thursday, April 21st edition in the books. I'm out. (laughs) 